0: The president uh, hug Michelle Obama and give her a send off. Uh, can you tell us anything about any interactions he had and the first lady had with Melania Trump, and was she invited on the flight as well as others? Well,
1: as you know, when we when we landed, um, you saw everybody who was on the flight. You know, obviously, uh, the former first lady uh, Trump was not on the flight on the way here, uh, on the way to um, to Georgia. Uh, well, that's interesting, but that's not the question that I asked. So you answered a question that I didn't ask. And then the reporter, being a suck-up for the Democrat Party, didn't actually ask the question again or ask for clarification. That was cringe. Joe Biden and not a doctor, Jill Biden, went down to Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia for the Rosalind Carter funeral yesterday. I was working. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I... uh, Was Barack there? Could he not make it? Had something else to do? Hanging out with Jeremiah Wright at long last? Because now the Jews might let Barack meet with Jeremiah Wright, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright. Maybe, maybe not. Back in Chicago, which I was just talking about a couple of minutes ago with the 14 people robbed at gunpoint within three hours by the Sang Gang of of marauding Democrat criminals. They gave no physical description of the people involved. in driving a black Audi G5, isn't that a really nice car? Is that uh, sounds like a really nice car, doesn't it? And uh, that's uh, that's no big deal, right? Also, I looked it up because that's what I do. I look stuff up. And it turns out that so far this year, let's not get ahead of ourselves, so far this year there have been 540 people killed in chicago this year in 2023 you know in the last year of uh uh president trump's presidency of donald trump's presidency i think we had three americans killed in afghanistan which is a country allegedly at war at the time and i believe that's correct that we had three americans killed president trump's last year in uh, in the white house in afghanistan Three Americans. So far this year in Chicago, 540 people have been murdered, including 73 women. 73 women. That's just the city of Chicago. That's not even all of Cook County. I think last year there were more than 1,000 people murdered in Cook County. That's just from memory. I didn't look that up. I'd have to look it up to be sure. But that's pretty amazing. And uh, Crime is rampant. It's it's madness, it's lunacy in Chicago, the shootings, the murders, the the mayhem, absolutely crazy. And if you look up, they've got a mayor, he's a Democrat. He ran on defunding the police, right? And since he's a leftist and a radical and an extremist, he loves to blame everybody else for everything. Usually it's, you know, it's their responsibility. They have these positions of authority and responsibility and leadership, right? But here is the Fox News headline from one hour ago. Chicago Mayor Blames Predecessor Lightfoot, you know, Lori Lightfoot, she's a She's uh, She checks all the boxes, as it were. Chicago Mayor Blames Predecessor Lightfoot for Migrant Crisis He Inherited. That's the, the headline, and they put the word inherited in quotation marks. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson said he inherited the Windy City's migrant crisis from his predecessor, now former Democrat Mayor Lori Lightfoot, also known as Baby Groot, Baby Groot, during a press conference on Tuesday. That's what he said. Hey, I I didn't do this. This is, uh, you know, I inherited this whole sanctuary city thing. Mayor Brandon Johnson announces new church city partnership. Hey, you're going back to the church to house migrants. When they say migrants, they mean waves of illegal aliens from our open border, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats in Washington and beyond. Migrants will be housed in local churches until they find housing. It will reach 100 migrants immediately and 340 in total. More than 1,000 migrants remain at police stations. They were throwing them into O'Hare Airport to sleep in the terminals. They're throwing them in police stations. They're huddled outside of police stations on the sidewalk, and then I don't know if you've ever done winter in Chicago, but if you haven't, then, you know, you're in for a real pleasure when you finally get around to it, because it can be quite remarkable. Arctic. You know, remember when uh, Juicy Smuley was out getting a Subway sandwich at 3 o'clock in the morning, and two uh, red MAGA hat-wearing white Republican racist homophobes mugged him and attacked him uh, and it turned out that was all a big lie, and he brought his own noose, and and uh, and he was uh, he made the whole thing up. This MAGA country, because yeah, MAGA country downtown Chicago, three a.m., and anybody would recognize you at three a.m. with the wind howling off the lake in downtown Chicago. I don't think so. Chicago Midway Airport. Uh, I got to tell you, they're, they're you know this is the Democrats did this. And, and uh, then they lie about everything, and then the news media lies with them, right? It's the old, uh, what's her name, the Soviet writer, Elena Gorakova, who said the rules are simple about the Soviet Union. She was living in the Soviet Union. She wrote a book called A Mountain of Crumbs, about living in the, the joys of socialism. And Elena Gorakova wrote, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying. But they keep lying to us. And we keep pretending to believe them. That's the Soviet Union, the bad old days. Thanks to Ronald Reagan, the Soviet Union is gone. The Democrats were on the side of the the, the Sandinistas and Nicaragua and and Castro in Cuba. Barack Obama, Castroite, Che Guevara lover. They love left-wing murderers. And nobody's better at murder than left-wingers. That's for sure. All right, so let's go to the left-wing mayor of Chicago. Let's go Brandon Johnson. And uh, he he's a disgrace to Western civilization. Here's what he said. Yeah, this, it's almost impossible to believe. But with all the madness in Chicago, done by Democrats to Democrats, all Democrats, 100% Democrats for 100 years, the, uh, the place is a you know, is a, a work-free drug place where Democrats go around shooting people and robbing people and looting businesses, and and it's crazy. But if you ask the Democrat mayor there, now that he's in an alleged position of responsibility, it's right-wing extremists that have targeted Chicago for disruption and chaos and listen to his illiteracy as well as he's talking about a Democrat-run city, right? Chicago is a Democrat-run city. He says it's a democratically... Now, that's, it, it, he's, he's misusing the word democratically. That is a word, but he misuses it. And he says it's a democratically-ran city, which is uh, grammatically incorrect as well. This is the the mayor of Chicago, Illinois, trying to blame everybody but himself and his party and fantasizing about some kind of mythical right-wing extremist movement in Chicago designed to disrupt and create chaos. This is what he lied yesterday, and the Chicago news media lapped it up like the rescued dogs that they are.
0: Everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically-ran cities, and quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people
1: of color. I'm Terry, what? How fired are you? Uh, first of all, he starts with the gigantic lie. Everybody knows.. <laughs> oh, he's late. Now and then he goes into the broader lie, the bigger lie. Everybody knows, he says, that democratically ran cities, illiterate. Your grammar is broken, sir. Pardon me, your honor, but didn't you mean to say Democrat-run cities? Because democratically run is not what you're intending to communicate, if I'm not incorrect. But the democratically, you know, the the city we have uh, democratic processes, elections and things. Ballot harvesting, mail-out ballots, uh, no signature, no ID required, uh, not very democratically ran. Right-wing extremists, everybody knows, have targeted democratically ran cities for maybe a literacy campaign. Maybe we should have uh, some sort of grammar exercises for politicians. Just, uh, Just extraordinary. But he's not done yet. Right? Everybody knows right-wing extremists have targeted democratically-ran cities, particularly run by people of color because they're racist. And then listen to how wrong he gets this. Now, just in case you're a Democrat, let me explain. The Republican Party was founded um, in very large part with the goal, the mission of abolishing slavery. Most Democrats don't know very much, I've discovered. Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican ever to be elected president, did in fact abolish slavery and then presided over the Civil War from the United States of America while the Democrats broke away and elected their boy Jefferson Davis, the Democrat president of the Confederate States of America, who fought to, among other things, preserve slavery And the bullwhip slavery uh, system, the plantation system. Um, And that's the Democrat Party. And then they created the White Knights of the KKK, their boy Nathan Bedford Forrest, and Jim Crow laws, or Jim Crow laws are all Democrat laws. But never mind that. And the Republicans, then, of course, Abraham Lincoln was shot in the head and murdered by a Democrat who was coincidentally an actor. Uh, And here comes Brandon Johnson with his. Revised version of American history
0: and their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American
1: It's the same that uh, the Republican Party didn't want to accept that Barack Obama was actually an American Um. There may have been two people. You know, I think uh, it was the Democrats that started the... It Wasn't it Al Gore that started years before he became president? It was Democrats. I'm going to have to check the Al Gore. It was Democrats that started the Barack Obama was born in Kenya thing. And it was picked up by other people, to be sure. And then there was his aunt in Kenya who said that she was there and she remembers his being born there. And she told magazine after magazine that she was there when he was born in Kenya. But never mind that. So everybody knows that the Republican Party right-wing extremists uh, create uh, you know, disruption. Everybody knows disruption and chaos.
0: It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. Raggedy. It's an
1: unclean spirit, quite frankly. Uh, it's raggedy. It's... Unclean is that unclean? Everybody knows the democratically run cities, especially run by people of color, and the capital. January sixth was the greatest gift to the Democratic Party, and uh, that they've ever received, at least since we decided not to kill them all at the end of the Civil War. You know, but that's uh, that's pretty. And uh, wait a minute, and the and the Republicans. What what did he say about the Civil War? Because that was a that was a key. Um, demonstration of his incredible ignorance just an extraordinary demonstration of fatuous ignorance, misinformation disinformation shouldn't he he should be blocked from social media for saying things like this
0: It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil
1: War um, the Republicans won the Civil War <laughs> the, Abraham Lincoln, the Republican, the United States of America, won the American Civil War. Jefferson Davis, the elected Democrat of the Confederate States of America, you may recall, Your Honor, lost the Civil War. The Democrats were the Confederacy. Abraham Lincoln, the North, the United States of America, were the Republicans. The Republican Party was created to abolish slavery and then did exactly that. So, uh, no, Republicans are perfectly happy with the results of the Civil War. The Democrats, still angry about it, remain very angry for a century, to be sure. But that's the mayor of Chicago. He is a person of color in charge of a democratically ran city. He's also, theoretically, the titular head of the Chicago school system as well. Maybe somebody should knock on his door, help him out a little, send a nun over to his house, spend the afternoon with him, make him a liverwurst sandwich. Sorry, I'm having a flashback to third grade. (laughs) You know, the holidays are here. Thanksgiving's already in the rearview mirror, and the Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks have your wish list covered with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, which are ongoing today Go to omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide at Omaha Steaks. Use the code PLANT, that's me, at checkout. Get an additional $30 off your order. You can thank me later. Omaha Steaks make great gifts. You're going to be the hero of the dinner table. When you give the gift of Omaha Steaks, score delicious deals on tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering bacon wrap filet mignons, Settle in with your easy-to-make meals, carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to make spirits bright all throughout the Christmas season. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value, but hurry up because, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, come on, the clock is ticking. Omaha Steaks going to be gone before you know it with this great deal. That's OmahaSteaks.com. Use the promo code PLANTE, P-L-A-N-T-E, at checkout to save all kinds of cash. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, these are, these are Democrats. And the news media would never dare correct him because they're Democrats and that would make them racist. But they do love Hamas, don't they? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
0: The right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically-ran cities, and quite frankly,
1: democratically-ran cities that are led by people of color. Ah, yes. Uh-oh. He's on to us. Uh, i tell you what, we've got uh, uh, one more from him, too, but right now let's go, to, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Sloppy Worm calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on the great WLS. Sloppy Worm, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey Chris how's it going? Good good. What do you say? Good. hey, I just wanted to remind you that
0: when he was uh Brandon Johnson was a uh before the mayor, he was a CPS uh school teacher and uh, I don't think he I don't think he really cared about grammar too much then, I don't know why he would right now.
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I saw I saw that on the board and I was like, "Oh yeah, I had forgotten about that. He was a school teacher in the Chicago Public School system at George Westinghouse College Prep and Jenner Academy Elementary School and he was a school teacher before becoming a Democrat politician and now he is trying to tell us that everybody knows that right-wing extremists have targeted Chicago because it's a democratically ran city uh, by people of color you're a very fortunate man Sloppy Worm, to have such a great mayor in the city of Chicago. These are the good old days, huh? Name one thing the Republican Party has done for black people. What? what? They were the party of Lincoln. They stood against the tyranny of oppression by leading the call for the Civil War and forced passage of the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed the slaves. I named two things lately. <laughs> Dave Chappelle from from years ago. I was undercover brother, right? Undercover brother, an American classic of sorts. That's uh, that's something. I got to tell you, mm, 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 mm. you're a Democrat party. No, well, I have one more. Brandon Johnson, since uh, Sloppy Worm called in from uh, Chicago, listening on WLS, uh, and uh, to remind that the mayor of Chicago, with his democratically ran cities. And the right wing extremists that are everywhere that have plotted against cities like Chicago because they're run by people of color. This is, they're a wretched, paranoid bunch of people, aren't they? They're Democrats. That's what we call them. But Sloppy Worm called in to remind that he was a school teacher before he went into politics, or politics, as he likes to say. (laughs) Just amazing. And the democratically ran cities with the Scary, scary. I think if uh, you attended a Chicago public school, you might want to see what you can do about a refund. Maybe refunds are available. You should check. There should be a class action lawsuit against the, the school system for hiring teachers who uh, have no command of the English language whatsoever. It's quite tragic. Really, But what kind of a teacher was he, Michael? Was he a strict teacher? Did he, did he have high standards for the students coming up through the Chicago public school system? Here's what he himself said about his time as a teacher.
0: To be quite frank with you, I didn't issue a lot of homework for students. Um, that was my own way of sort of rebelling against the structure. Um, I, I don't think I ever gave a kid an F. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know how a student sits in front of you and fails. I know some professors may find that, you know, you know,
1: it's slightly troubling. Slightly. Only slightly. Not really. Uh, that's it. Uh, no homework, no Fs, no standards. Um, it's the soft bigotry of low expectations. It's uh, the lowering of standards bit by bit across the board. It's the Democrat Party. Just crazy. Absolutely kooky. Coo- kooky chew, I'm telling you. Uh, Speaking of Democrats, this is kind of a funny story, sort of. Engagement ring thief ends high-speed pursuit to lecture cops that, quote, you're not supposed to pursue me, end quote. Because, you know, a lot of cities, including Washington, D.C., the police have been ordered not to engage in chases. If a criminal gets into a stolen car and punches it, they take off. The police are um, instructed to not pursue the criminal because, you know, now the criminal is going real fast and the police car is going real fast and that could be dangerous for people who aren't going real fast. David Juarez, 34 years old, allegedly gestured out the window during high speed police chase because I was trying to tell you you're not supposed to pursue me, police said. Just because every kiss begins with K doesn't mean every jewelry store heist should end with a police chase. According to one alleged thief arrested in the Hoosier State, that's Indiana for Democrats listening along, David Juarez allegedly swiped an engagement ring from a K jeweler's in Lebanon, Indiana. Well, he's very much in love. He, you know, he just wants to get hitched and. Sparking a high speed chase on Interstate sixty five through Boone County, where the suspect allegedly hit a Thorntown police car. See, that's the you know, the thing with criminals and high speed chases and things, according to police in Lebanon, Indiana. Several other local law enforcement agencies joined the chase, according to authorities. Police say the suspect stuck his hand out the window and motioned to the cops. I think maybe there was a hand gesture in there too. I- just waving around, go around, come on, I'm, come on," said. When asked what he was doing, he allegedly told the police, "quote, because I was trying to tell you, you're not supposed to pursue me." End quote. So what? What are you, a lawyer? So he knows what's going on. He saw in the local news that police, because you know, Democrats always do things to undermine the police and law and order, and do things that are pro-criminal because most of the criminals are their children. See, the problem is not our guns, it's your son's. He allegedly made the seemingly bizarre statement after officers boxed in and cuffed the suspect, who was later identified as a 34-year-old Chicago resident, went to Illinois to the K Jewelers there to steal an engagement ring because he's very much in love. David Juarez. Juarez allegedly stole the engagement ring, according to police who didn't provide an estimated assessment for the item. Well, how much information do you expect, you know? <clears throat> Juarez was charged with theft, criminal mischief, and criminal mischief uh, resisting law enforcement, which are all felonies. He's definitely a Democrat. As well as five misdemeanors, according to Lebanon Police Department. As to Juarez's reported complaint, a new Indiana state law did take effect at the beginning of this year, regulating when police may engage in high-speed pursuits. A pursuit should not begin, nor should it be continued, when the need for immediate apprehension is very low, and the risk to public safety is high, and the totality to public safety is very high. Now, that's uh, written by a Democrat, I can tell, according to the new law. Pretty amazing stuff. The new Uniform Statewide Policy on Police Pursuits lays down several factors in assessing when a chase is warranted, including the suspect is a wanted fugitive. Well, I think he's wanted and he's uh, behaving as a fugitive behaves. There is immediate danger to the public based on the totality of the circumstance. Well, he's uh, uh, in a high-speed chase now. The time of day, that's too early for a high-speed chase. I'm going to wait till later on officers familiar with the surroundings and population density whatever that means positive id of the driver this is these are the laws that uh, the that they make to try to pre- protect the criminals these uh, people are what are they they're democrats man oh man oh man that is crazy now <clears throat> this is a story that we had the other day but I didn't quite get to it uh, it comes back into play today because another related story has emerged <clears throat> that uh, it's, about, it's about Democrats, once again, honestly. It's uh, kids say the darndest things, and Democrats do the darndest things. Here is the, the story. These are some of the strange objects that get stuck in people's bodies, according to CDC data, CDC data. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, magnets, chargers, lollipops, and orange peels are just some of the surprising objects that people get stuck in their bodies. Right? It's a two, a report about two thousand twenty. Now, where do you, they get stuck in your bodies? According to a report from the U.S. Consumer Protection Safety Commission, wasn't that uh, created by Focahannis? Uh, wasn't that the? Wasn't that? She's not a Native American, is she? Foreign objects lodged in people's bodies was the ninth leading cause of unintentional injuries that led to emergency room visits in 2021, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, with nearly 278,000 U.S. adults seeking care. Nearly 278,000 adults. They don't mention kids. It's a privacy thing. Some people getting stuck. Foreign objects being stuck in strange places is predictable. At number nine, when you consider that more than half of them are sex toys. Sex toys. So that tells you practically everything you need to know. Dr. Mark Siegel, clinical clinical professor of medicine at NYU, New York City, Langone Medical Center, told Fox News Digital about the data. But there is also a factor of people uh, absent-mindedly poking themselves with objects, especially in the nose, ears, and mouth. See, he's trying to make it a happier story here. Serious injury can result foreign objects in people's bodies, the ninth leading cause of unintentional injuries that led to emergency room visits. That's pretty crazy. That's uh, nuts. But that leads us to today's story, because, you know, that could become indelicate, that story. We don't need to become indelicate on that matter. But here's the story today in the New York Post. Anal retention, colon. You think they did that on purpose? Anal retention, colon. This is the headline. Suspect found to be hiding handgun in his rectum. I'm sorry, what? I hope it was a Derringer. That is, uh, you know... Was it like a Dirty Harry, uh, Smith & Wesson, 44 Magnum? What, was it a Was it a governor? Because that could be rather uncomfortable, I think. And Indiana, we're back in Indiana again. And Indiana ex naturally. And Indiana ex-con took concealed carry to a whole new level when cops found he was stashing a gun in his anal cavity during a traffic stop. Quite an intimate traffic stop, wouldn't you say? I mean, I've been pulled over, but I've never had a cavity search as a result. Christopher Boyd, 32 years old, was riding in a vehicle that was pulled over 2 a.m. Monday in Evansville, Indiana, because its license plate was obscured. Always got to keep your license when you have, you know, something stashed that you don't want to be found. That's pretty amazing. According to a police report obtained by Smoking Gun, when cops patted down Boyd, they found a small bag with multiple pills in his right sock, which the suspect reportedly claimed were Percocets, Percocets that he had scored from his Aunt Trish. His Aunt Trish had the Percocets, and he stopped to get some Percocets from Aunt Trish. Aunt Trish, turns out, had some strange Habits, In addition to this, too, to deal with the pain of having a bullet lodged in his spine. That's what he said. As the search continued, Boyd claimed he was unable to spread his legs due to his spinal injury, according to the report. After being taken into custody, officials noticed he was, quote, "...walking with a limp," I bet, and appeared to be clenching his buttocks when he walked. That doesn't really come as a surprise, but they were wondering why. A body scan. They gave him a body scan because he was walking funny. Hey, dude, you're walking pretty funny. think we're going to put you in this tube over here. Do a body scan. The body scan revealed a, quote, large object in his groin area, and a strip search revealed that Boyd had a Smith & Wesson bodyguard. Nice little pistol. You're familiar with that? It's a nice little pistol. A Smith & Wesson bodyguard stuffed in his rectum, the outlet said. The uh, bodyguard little pistol is a .380 uh, caliber. Um, uh, you know, it's a 380 auto. weighs less than a pound. Uh, now it's turning into an ad for Smith and Wesson over here. For the uh, weighs less than a pound and is about five inches long, uh, according to the manufacturer, which uh, bills the four hundred dollar piece as a lightweight and easy to carry firearm. See, that's the, that's the and this guy kind of took that to extremes, didn't he? It was unclear from the police report if the gun was loaded when it was lodged in his anus. You want to be careful with things like that, honestly. Boyd had previously been convicted, no kidding, of attempted murder, naturally, burglary, domestic battery, and was banned from carrying guns. Well, that's why he wanted to go to the extra, take that extra step in concealing it, I think. Cops also found two bags of weed, tucked into Boyd's <laughs> tucked into Boyd's scrotum uh, the article said this guy's a walking uh, Democrat isn't he recreational marijuana is legal is excuse me is illegal in Indiana it's not legal in Indiana so um, I'm guessing he's a Biden voter that's what, that's what I'm guessing suspect was charged with an array of felony drug gun and trafficking charges and was being held at. Vanderberg County Jail without bond in D.C. He'd be back on the street in about a minute because that would be no big deal. They'd give him an award for, uh, you know, uh, creative. It's like, I'm uh, reminded of History of the World Part One again. I I don't know why. The driver of the vehicle that was pulled over and another passenger were not charged. He wasn't even the driver. That's a bad day for him, I'm thinking. That's pretty crazy. Um that's nuts. Also, I haven't quite gotten to this. I, I hope to get to this. But uh, we've got a, um, a Democrat special counsel that has decided, I guess, to subpoena everyone that has ever enjoyed, a to spy on everyone that has ever enjoyed a Donald Trump tweet or responded to or passed along a Donald Trump t- tweet. There is a search warrant that has been issued in the District of Columbia, to spy on everyone, everyone in Trump's Twitter universe, and now presumably Truth Social 2. I've got that coming up. Might you fall into this category? Are you covered by this warrant? That's coming up. A leading member of the anti-Donald Trump lynch mob is a special counsel by the name of Jack Smith. And Jack Smith hunted information on X and Twitter users who liked or retweeted posts published by former President Donald Trump, according to a heavily redacted search warrant and other documents uh, that have now been released. Now, they're looking for all of the search warrant, demands all from Twitter, and now X, all of President Trump's tweets and everything he retweeted, everything he liked, all of his Twitter activity. But it wasn't just Trump's Twitter account. Molly Hemingway reports at The Federalist that Jack Smith and his cronies were targeting. The special counsel's warrant also sought data on Twitter users who interacted with the former president's account. You know, if you like President Trump's tweets or if you retweeted them. Among the information Smith sought was a list of every user That Trump followed, unfollowed, muted, unmuted, blocked, or unblocked during the aforementioned time frame. Smith similarly demanded that Twitter, which has since been rebranded as X, fork over a list of users who took any of the same actions with Trump's account. Well, wait a minute. Um, So you're telling me that the warrant, and I have the warrant here. Michael printed it out for me. By the way, today is Michael Piercy's birthday. It's Michael Piercy's birthday. How old are you? You're very old, aren't you? I'm very old. Very, very old. It's Michael's birthday. Happy birthday to Michael. It's your birthday. You only have one a year, as I understand it. Uh, but the warrant also uh, demands, it says, particular things to be seized, seized, aktun, Actun. information to be disclosed by Twitter, Twitter or the provider, as they call it. All business records and subscriber information in any form kept or pertaining to the identity and contact information, past and current, including full name, email address, physical address, date of birth, phone number, gender, hey, my gender is my business, and other personal identifiers. All usernames, past and current, and the date and time each username was active, all associated accounts, including those linked by machine, cookie, IP address, email address, or any other account or device identifier, and all records or other information about connections with third-party websites and mobile apps, whether active, expired, or removed. Now, this is, um, what is it, fascism, I think, is what uh, Everybody on Twitter that ever interacted. You read Trump tweets. You signed up for to follow Trump on Twitter. You shared Trump tweets. You responded to Trump tweets. Well, all of your data has been, it's covered by a search warrant by Jack Smith, one of the lynch mob, Democrat Party lynch mob. Part of his war on Trump, Jack Smith, collected info on any Americans, retweeted or Favorited by Trump. This is, uh, they call themselves liberals. They're not.